This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, what up, what up, what up? What's, What's up? going on, everybody? It is a Monday. Boo. Uh, I had, hang on, I'm going to turn my hat around so I can look cooler than I am here. <laughs> also, so I can see. Uh, I wear my hats really low. Yeah. It's a military thing. I feel like most military people wear their hats low. Two fingers, bam, like mm. that with the bill. Anyway, point is, I can't see. So, um, we had a really long weekend. Um, we had our first ever honor gala for the Dear America Foundation, yeah. and we raised over $60,000 uh. for veterans, first responders, and their families. Yeah. Uh, if you take that plus the 50000 we raised for the uh, 13 fallen in Afghanistan, in the past 30 days, the Dear America Foundation has done over one hundred and ten grand for charity. So, so that's really cool, that's awesome. and we're really excited about that. Um, I went to uh, a Skillet concert <laughs> on a Saturday night uh, and got to take Gage yeah. with me, which was really cool because Gage is, I don't know if John Cooper's going to like me saying this or not, Gage is around the same age I was the first time I heard a Skillet concert. <laughs> and so uh, it's like this full circle thing, Yeah, um, you know, and uh, John knows this story. You know the story because you were there. But the first time I ever met Skillet, uh, I was around 12 years old. And me, Justin, a couple other people, this was before Skillet got like super big. Mm -hmm. And we found uh, we found crew T-shirts in a box. And here we are, these 12-year-olds thinking we're smart. And I'm like wearing like a triple XL shirt. And we sneak around backstage and I get to meet Skillet and all this stuff, um, you know, and then it's this full circle moment that now we're friends with Skillet and we're just hanging out backstage yeah. and not doing it illegally, uh, <laughs> which is cool. We probably would have gone to jail if we had not been obviously children. <laughs> so, you know, cool. we we thought we were blending in. But now looking back and I look at Gage and I'm like, we were the dumbest people in <laughs> the entire world. Um it was Jake's birthday party over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, your birthday's not really till tomorrow, though, right? Correct. And this is... 31. Oh, 31. Very exciting birthday. Wow. 31. Why is 31 an exciting birthday? Uh, it is not, because everything after 30 kind of just goes downhill. Oh, you said it's not an exciting birthday. Well, I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, 33 is a big year. That's your Jesus year. Oh, okay. Uh, I, thought, if, if I you, thought that was 27. No, 33. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, if you make it through that, you're good to go. Say you're doing pretty well. It's like a joke in the Christian world. It's like, 
<laughs> you know, everybody kind of has that. I hope I did a fair better than Jesus did in 33. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize, Lord. Uh, anyway, my 33 was rough. I had COVID. It was terrible. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Happy birthday. We are coming up on tomorrow. Knock on wood. If I don't get COVID today, uh, a year ago is my survival year of COVID-19. So, yeah. you know, I, I think that that's pretty humorous myself. I'm going to start <laughs> declaring it uh, my uh, my alive day. Yeah, this is my alive day. I made it through COVID-19 uh, a year ago today. Uh, well, technically, I didn't make it through till October 15th, but I got it. Yeah, I started feeling bad the night of September 27th. So anyway, that's memorable random stuff for you guys this morning all right we got a lot of things to talk about a lot uh a lot of random things a lot of crazy people the title of this episode is simply don't australia my america there is some crazy things happening around the world canada has lost its mind too and we'll get into that here in a minute but uh there are so many weird things going on with covid there are so many weird things going on across the board uh but before we start talking about all of these things i got a couple little funny things to talk about but let's get into our first sponsor all right, Pitbull Tactical. Whether you are on the range or during everyday carry, one aggravation for gun owners is having the right mag carriers on hand depending on what firearm you are using that day. Well, what if I told you that there is a company... That, ugh, I can't talk. What if I told you there's a company that fixed that problem so you can easily carry everything from 9mm to 45 ACP? It's true. Introducing the universal mag carrier from Pitbull Tactical. Their proprietary design works with either single or double stack magazines. It's ambidextrous, which means either left or right. For those of you who don't know what ambidextrous means, fits uh, inside or outside the waistband on any one and a half inch belt. Go to pitbulltactical.com and use the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M for a special introductory rate or offer. Buy one, get the second one for half price. That's right. Buy one, get the second one for half price plus free shipping. This is the last mag carrier you will ever need, which is why they're guaranteed for life. That's pitbulltactical.com. Pitbulltactical.com offer code Graham. All right. So some little just random things to get into before we get into the really juicy stuff. Gavin Newsom mm -hmm. uh, won the recall election. And so he is taking this recall seriously he has decided to reshift his focus to things that actually matter so he is leading the charge for california to replace the word alien with non-citizen immigrant in the state laws hmm. so you can no longer refer to an illegal alien as an illegal alien they are simply just a non-citizen. Governor uh, Gavin Newsom on Friday signed into law a measure that will effectively remove the term alien from state laws in reference to residents who are not U.S. citizens in a response to growing arguments that the word is outdated and offensive. Well, God forbid we offend the people that have no right to be here in the first place. It's offensive to real aliens, that, if I may. That's what I was say. Saying. So, you know, the, the you know, the 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 intergalactic people that are hovering around saying the earth isn't even worth it at this point. Right. They are offended that these people just crossing the border 
are, uh, you know, um, being called the same thing as them. I'm going to sit my coffee real right. quick. It's like, what the crap's wrong with the word alien? Jeez. I think it's a pretty cool word. Either way, apparently it's racist, and every single one of you are racist, too, for saying the word illegal immigrant. So bravo, Gavin Newsom. I mean, I like non-citizen. I'll start calling him that. I'm glad to see that he's really turned the corner. I, I You know, I, I was concerned that this would embolden him to do uh, more crazy things, but nope. He has proven to be uh, a changed man and really has his priorities straight. Okay, so this is an interesting thing. I I, I was so busy with the charity and all that stuff that, that I kind of like missed this, but I caught up to it today. Apparently, Instagram fell under a bunch of backlash because they wanted to introduce a Instagram for kids. And uh, or as the Instagram CEO will call it Instagram for tweens, which I hate that word. And anyone that says that word, I immediately think that they're a pedophile. Um, it's just a word, you it know, weird. only weird people say that. Oh, tweens. OK, <laughs> um, so so this is the response from the CEO this morning. And I want to hear what he has to say, and then we're going to discuss it. Um, should Instagram be just for children? Um, this is what he says. Instagram. He's with us exclusively this Monday morning. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. So before nice we parents. dig into Look this at those. would we even be having this conversation had it not been for the Wall Street Journal article and the intense pressure you guys have been under over the last yeah, year? Yeah, they got tore up. I think it's impossible to say, but I do think that we have been working on this idea called Instagram kids, at least outside in the world. And the idea of being a version of Instagram that's designed for tweens, and it's had a lot of attention. See, and so I think it's very possible we tweens. wouldn't be speaking. But today, we want to talk about how we're going to put the work on pause. I still firmly believe that it's a good thing to build a version of Instagram that's designed to be safe for tweens. But we want to take the time to talk to parents and researchers and safety experts and get to more consensus about how to move forward. So Instagram for kids is scrapped for the time being. Is that because we now think it was a bad idea? Absolutely not. Okay. I firmly believe it's a good idea. As a father, my the most important thing to me is the safety of my children. Mm -hmm. And I have to believe that a world where there's a version of Instagram that's designed for tweens, mm. one where there's no ads, where there's age-appropriate content, and one where a parent can choose to let their child use it and control things like who they follow and who they message is better than the alternative. All right. So is Instagram for kids a good idea? How about no? About no it's Scott. a horrible idea i don't like the word tweens i'm officially outlawing it yeah. on this show gavel and so it is law I, I i just don't trust people that say the word tweens it's like a man in a tunic can't yeah. trust him okay. <laughs> you can't you can't do it all right well, so well, social media in general i mean you shouldn't start social media until you're at least like 13 I, i'd say 15 you probably. see you see i'm on the complete opposite spectrum of that we didn't have it growing up. Right. I did not have my first social media account until I was 16, 18 years old. Dang. Yeah. Uh, and even like you got to remember, man, like I remember the days where you couldn't get on Facebook unless you had a college email mm -hmm. address and stuff. Um, I did not have my first social media account until after I got out of boot camp. And so is social media appropriate across the board for uh, tweens, as this guy keeps saying it over and over and over again. No, it's not. Mm -mm. And as we have learned through social media, 
There is no way, no matter how many restrictions you put on it, there's no way. And what is age-appropriate content that they view as age-appropriate content right. for your children, right? Um, I find it creepy that this is what Instagram talks about. Why? Why? is Instagram having meetings about, you know what we really need guys. We need to, we need to create an Instagram that is purely for children mm -hmm. because no adult pedophiles are going to be able to pose as children and get on that thing. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's all the nine and 10 year olds calling Instagram. Yeah. We want an Instagram. Yeah. 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 They, they formed a union and a petition and they've, they've organized and they've communicated with each other and they, <laughs> by God, they have had enough of the discrimination, uh, of the normal Instagram. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah. So should we have, uh, an Instagram kids? No, please. God, no, we should not. Um, okay. All right. So everybody is up in arms about, uh, the spending bill. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I was just listening today that at the end of the day, uh, a lot of people believe that this is Nancy Pelosi's, uh, basically taking the Democrats on a suicide mission. I, I heard today they're postponing the vote because they don't have the votes. They don't have the votes they need. Wow. Um, but, but, but here's a tabloid that I wanted to, this is the post millennial. Uh, it says Pelosi downplays the price tag of 3.5 trillion spending bill. <laughs> she literally, <laughs> she literally says, let's not talk about numbers and dollars. All right, let's right. scroll down. We got to get context here of this. Uh, just play it. There it is right there. there there's the, uh, oh, we got an ad. Stupid freaking articles. You and your money making on these websites. Websites. We don't want to play your game. Second of all, we have to honor the vision of President Biden, and we thank him Ugh. for his leadership <laughs> and his courage putting forth such a bold package. Uh, in order to move forward, we have to build consensus. It's not that's what she said. Users. Hold up. It's bring, bring people together, and that's what we always do in the Democratic Party. Oh, that's not, that's not, that did us nothing. Well, why is that even in the article? Go down. Let's find where she says what it's, I swear to the Lord, this is it right here. We apologize to everybody. <laughs> so again, the Senate and the house, those who are not in full agreement with the president's right. Let's see what our value, let's not talk about numbers. Let's, and dollars. Let's talk there about There it values. is. Oh God. So, yeah, let's not talk about $3.5 trillion. All right, go back to the article here. Let's see if it gives some context to this bill. Um, out of cost for family, upwards of five. Oh, hold on. The Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget estimates that the legislation would cost upwards of $5 trillion over 10 years, not $3.5 trillion. Um, holy crap. That's crazy. You know, so she said something um, that was interesting. She said something, I'll never bring something to the floor. Um, I'll never bring something to the floor. That doesn't have the votes. Yeah. Hang on. What was his name here? I, I saw something else that was interesting. Um, I'll never bring something to the floor that doesn't have the vote. So Justin Amash, and you can think about what, what you want to, but, but he had a very interesting tweet earlier. And it said this concentrated power has decimated the house and made legislators into actors. Here's how many votes have been allowed on the floor, not pre-screened by the speaker. Okay. okay. Yeah. So she just talked about bringing bills to the floor right. to vote on, but she don't bring anything to the floor until she knows she has the vote. Right. 
2011, 414. Okay. Basically, what we're talking about is, uh, you know, uh, uh, congressmen or women uh, have a bill that they want to bring before the bo- or, or the floor mm-hmm. to, to, for a vote. Right. All right. Now, hey, I think this is a good idea. This is what's in the bill. Blah, 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 blah. What say ye? You know, all that other kind of stuff. Right. 2011, 414. 2012, 153. 2013, 61. 2014, 96. 2015, 94. 2016, 29. 2017, zero. 2018, zero. 2019, zero. 2020, zero. 2021, zero. Dang. So now, this is this is things. Are you able to do anything as a congressman or woman these days? That's a very relevant question, yeah. right? Because it would appear that since 2017, and yes, I realize President Trump was in office during this time. I realize that. But it would appear as though now it doesn't matter if you try to do your job as a legis- as a legislature or not. Right. If the Speaker of the House doesn't pre-screen it and say, oh, yes, you may, then, oh, no, you won't. Right. That's very, very interesting to me. Sad world, honestly. And so anyway, okay. Um, yeah, so everybody's up in arms about the spending bill. Uh, why wouldn't they be <laughs> at this point? Yeah. Uh, you know, just make it 10 quadrillion dollars and let's just call it a day. Right. The numbers don't matter. <laughs> yeah, numbers don't matter. Well, quadrillion is after tr- trillion, right? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, just 10 quadrillion dollars. Um, and it's just going to be a big old IOU. It's like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Those are better. Than, that's better than money, sir. <laughs> Those are IOUs. All right. All right we got to move on. There's too many things to talk about today. Uh, really quick. Um, let's see. What's el- what's in my notes here? Spending Bill Pelosi. Oh, Bill Maher is under fire right now, which is interesting. Uh, click on this article. This is from TMZ. Bill Maher is under fire because he is in a fight with Whoopi Goldberg because he says the Black National Anthem promotes segregation. Ooh. True. Uh, let's scroll in here. Let's read what he says. We don't have to play the thing. Just scroll in. I can't read that. Um, let's see. Uh, Bill Maher laid it all out Friday night, saying the United States is becoming a segregated nation again, and the latest evidence is the push for two national anthems. The real-time host blasted the NFL for playing Lift Every Voice and Sing, often called in the Black National Anthem. His argument goes like this. Martin Luther King Jr. and many others fought hard, even some losing their lives to end segregation. The battle was won 67 years ago when the U.S. Supreme Court put an end separate but equal, which at the time was considered a victory for human rights. Not so anymore, Mayor says, or Maurer says, pointing to colleges which now offer segregated residence, segregated graduation ceremonies, and on and on. He invokes the words of Barack Obama, who said, there is not a black America and a white America and a Latino America and Asian America. There is a United States of America. His overreaching point, diversity, is a virtue that was celebrated until recently. And to cast that aside threatens the very fabric of America. I agree completely. Nothing else to talk about. Black National Anthem is stupid. All right. Mm -hmm. um, Let's see. Uh, Getting into COVID. 
Uh, we're going to talk about COVID and how it is affecting everything and Australia. But before we do that, we got to get into a sponsor. All right. I can't say it enough. Good ranchers. Listen, everybody, you know the story by now, and I'm going to keep screaming it from the rafters. Goodranchers.com slash Graham. You need to go there right now. This podcast was on the brink of being gone. You guys would never hear this beautiful voice again. And Good Ranchers said, nay, we believe in freedom. We believe in what you're doing. And we're going to put our company on the line because there's a lot of companies that don't have the balls, excuse my French, uh, to support things that speak the truth. You big companies know who you are. You know who you are who've turned your back on us, but Good Ranchers did not. And not only do they support us, they they support 100% made in America meat, not China meat. That's 80% of the meat that you're buying in grocery stores. So you need to go and support them right now because they're Americans. And they're patriots. Go to goodrangers.com slash Graham to buy now or subscribe today and save 20% off of the already 50% off of other meat subscription companies. Subscribing brings the cost down to less than $5 a meal. Plus, right now, get an additional $20 off and free express shipping if you go to goodranchers.com slash Graham or use code Graham at checkout. That's $20 off and free express shipping. No more whining and complaining about how much the shipping costs. It's free. All you got to do is type in Graham. Goodranchers.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right. So the CDC director has come out and said uh, a lot of people are asking the relevant questions. Can our kids go trick or treating? (laughs) (laughs) And the CDC director says, if you're able to be outdoors, absolutely. What the crap does that mean? Oh, oh, here we go. We have a video. Let's just yep, yep. Let's play this. Let you go. Should kids go trick or treating on Halloween? No. Is it safe? Oh, gosh, I certainly hope so. If you're able to be outdoors, absolutely limit crowds. I wouldn't necessarily go to a crowded uh, crowded Halloween party, but I think that we should um, be able to let our kids go trick-or-treating in small groups, and, um, and, and I hope that we can do that this year. Before I go... If you're not vaccinated, please get vaccinated. If you're eligible for a boost, go get your boost. Shut up. No. Uh, Thank you, Lord Master, Your Highness, for allowing us the privilege Mm -hmm. of having our children go out to trick-or-treat. Does she know what trick-or-treating is? She probably thinks that it's what got her her job. Oh! (laughs) Anyway. um, Okay, so back to the point. (laughs) I apologize. That was a low blow, but oh, so very true. Anyway, um, what we're going to start showing you guys now is a very slippery slope that's starting to happen. Um, Australia should be a warning sign to all Americans. Everything that's going on in Australia right now, we're going to play you some video. Uh, If you're not following us on rumble.com slash Graham Allen and seeing the videos for yourself, you're missing out, but you will be able to hear the audio. But I'm going to talk to you about a couple of things that are happening in America uh, subtly, all right, that a lot of people are just kind of like 
not even really paying attention to. Uh, but first, I found this article last minute, and I didn't give it to Jake because I'm a horrible person, so I'm just going to read it. Um, this was from the Daily Mail, UK. All right, you ready for this? You ready for this? Okay. This is a real. This is a real article from the Daily Mail. Okay, which is not a nothing, you know, outlet. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. One more time. Prepare yourselves. This is a real article. Why are so many suffering from dreadful COVID symptoms, but still testing negative? Sarah Vine was convinced she had it, but countless tests said otherwise, and she's far from alone. So what is going on? Um, it's called the cold, you moron. Right, or the flu. Look, it's like people just discovered that we have germs in America. What kind of brainless, mouth-breathing daywalkers do we have that don't understand that people get sick? People get sick before COVID. You used to go to work sick. You remember those days? Mm -hmm. Uh, Suck it up. Yeah, call your boss. Like, (laughs) I can't come into work, boss. I'm sick. I don't give a crap if you're sick. We've got stuff to do. Get your butt over here or you're fired. Do you remember those days? Oh, yeah. If I wasn't throwing up, had explosive diarrhea or 103 fever that I had to verify taking my temperature in front of my grandmother, guess what? I went to school. That's just the way it was. This is the problem we have in America today. We got a bunch of sissies out there that don't want to go to work. They don't want to do everything and they want to live their life in fear. Morons. Mm -hmm. Moving on. All right. So here's some subtle things that are starting to happen. Okay. So Apple has unveiled something very, very, very interesting. Um, Apple will now allow users to put vaccination cards in the wallet app didn't we say this was coming mm-hmm. didn't we say did we not say that the only way they're going to be able to do this is to make it to where it's on the phones apple will soon allow users to upload their covid19 vaccination card to the apple wallet to provide easy access to proof of vaccinations users will be able to show proof of vaccination through a qr code 1984 <sighs> However, full details of the vaccination card will not be visible until the user unlocks their phone to protect privacy. Third-party apps are also subjected to restrictions and encryptions. Okay. What the heck's going on over there? Yeah, we believe that. Yeah, four four warning signs of a damaged liver ad. Apparently, if you scratch your back aggressively, that is the sign of a damaged liver. <laughs> the more you know. Um, it, it, it's amazing the ads that pop up in these articles. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is some end time stuff right here. Uh, but 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 it doesn't end there. Again, we're going to show you subtle things that are happening. Um, and I got to give a shout out to Libs of TikTok who is currently Killing suspended it. from Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they put some amazing stuff out there. Now this is a Air Force um, airman. Uh, one, two, three. So it's four. If I think so, it's it's one plus the stripes. So this is an E4 um, in the Air Force. Sorry, <laughs> a military nerd in me. Um, anyway, listen to what's going on with uh, the military right now. So here we go. All right, TikTok, we need your help. So a lot of the military is about to take an administrative discharge for not taking the vaccine. 
Um, I know some people are doing it for medical reasons. Some people are doing it for personal reasons, beliefs, whatever it may be. It's about to suck. An administrative discharge is not necessarily honorable, but it's not dishonorable. It just means that most of our military service was good. We just failed to comply with an order. Um, so not taking the vaccine is a direct order. Um, so with that being said, uh, what I'm looking for right now is if you're an employer or if you know employers that will undoubtedly employ us, um, a lot of us are looking at a discharge and we have we, we weren't expecting this, so we have like no um, idea what to plan for. And I'm sure a lot of people are trying to plan for their future right now. So if you all can help us out, if you guys, like I said, if you're an employer or you know an employer that will undoubtedly help us out, hire us, whatever it may be, if you can put in the comments, message me. I'm trying to get as much information for my brothers and sisters and myself as possible. Thank you, guys. All right. So that's going on in our military right now. Uh, we talked about Tucker Carlson was talking about the Navy SEALs the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, Biden administration has now pushed that they want this to not be a um, other than honorable that converts to honorable in six months. They want it to be a dishonorable discharge. It's insane. Now, those of you who don't know what that means, let me explain it to you. Um, if you're a felon, you have to tell the person you're you, you, that you are applying for a job that you are a felon, right? Mm -hmm. You have to say that. Right. If you are in the military, it's no different. That's why the question's on there. Did you serve in the U.S. military? Yes or no? You have to tell them <laughs> that you served right. because they have to then pull your DD-214. All right? If you have a dishonorable discharge, you might as well be a felon trying to get a job. Dang. I mean, I'm serious. Try to try to man <laughs> by putting dishonorable discharge on there. It is it is virtually like like a a lifelong career suicide blow yeah. to people. And this is what our military is facing. Also, uh, people like this woman here are spreading this misinformation, which I don't know where the fact checkers are. To prove this, um, but she basically says that white people are responsible for all viruses. Nice. Everybody's going to like what I say, but honestly, I don't care. I don't like you either. White people feel very emboldened right now to not get their vaccine because they've never once had to be held accountable for the amount of disease that they have spread all over the planet. We've waltzed into every region of the world carrying disease and killing off entire communities and groups of people because our inconvenience is more important than their existence. And you don't even understand that because they won't even teach it in school. And the idea that you'd have to go and do some research yourself is terrifying to you. So get your vaccine, wear your mask, and shut the f*** up. I don't care about your feelings. Well, one, they stole that line. That's a, that's a conservative line. Don't yeah. care about your feelings. So how dare you, madam, she, him, sir? Uh, your pirate mouth. White people are <laughs> responsible for all the diseases. Uh, these are things that are going around. This is viral videos on TikTok. But now let's get into Australia. Like I said, Australia should be a warning sign to all Americans. So we've got some some videos here that, again, if you're not watching on rumble.com slash Graham Allen, you need to right now. But here's some things that are going on in Australia. This is basically they're going on TV to tell Australians that they're never, ever, ever going to go back to life mm -hmm. as they knew it. Listen to this. The stress, we will not be ever having to go back to pre-COVID levels. We're always going to have to be mindful that COVID exists. 
we're going to have to engage with booster shots, we're going to have to engage with advice from time to time when we see outbreaks, we're going to have to respond. So it's, it's not going to go back to normal. We can't deny that we're going to have to live with COVID. Um, but having those very high vaccination levels will allow us to have more minimal restrictions or more minimal um, public health measures in place as we, as we navigate the future years with COVID. So Stress. Australia, you are screwed. That's what that woman just said. You are never, ever, ever going back to life as we know it. Now, why should this be warning signs to Americans? Okay, well, Dr. Fauci has come out and said, um, you know, hey, we're done asking this mm-hmm. point. You know, we're going to start making you do this stuff. Uh, we've already got people investigating people for January 6th protest. Uh, here are two videos, and we're going to play them in their entirety because you need to hear this. All right? So this first video is uh, police coming to someone's house in in Australia because they have posted certain things on social media. So not only are Australians being censored, now the police are going and investigating people that are posting things on social media that they don't like. Listen to this. Yes, for my protection. You think I'm going to assault you or something? That's the No. um, So I don't understand why you're here. And well we have seen a lot of police violence in recent times towards the public and okay. there is a growing there is a growing mistrust I, I as you can understand yeah all right so cool. we're here to have a chat to you because we have instructions that um, you've been posting some things on social media wow. um, that you Creepy, right? Protest on Tuesday. Um, there's no protest on Tuesday. There isn't. Okay, that's fine. But what I'm here is to remind you to ensure that you need to stay at home in relation to COVID and um, stay at home orders. And if there is or is not a protest on Tuesday, regardless, you still can't link and go to a protest of any sort. I understand. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, anything like that. I understand what you're saying. I want to know the grounds for why um, this is the case. Why? Has the New South Wales government declared, officially declared a state of emergency? That's one. And isn't it um, everyone's constitutional right to protest if there is a protest? Um, I mean, the police commissioner for Victoria has gone on record to say it is not unlawful to protest. It is a human right to protest. That is correct. You are allowed to go and protest. But at the moment, we have stay-at-home orders, okay? And that means that we are not allowed to leave and go without the five kilometres. We're not allowed to leave essential services, stuff like okay. that. Okay. have a valid reason. So no, you don't. Your home and attending to get food or something like that within your 5k sure. radius where you have to wear a mask. All right, you can cut it off. All right, so basically listen to everything they said. All right, so Australia, the, the, the woman's even arguing, like, isn't it a constitutional right that we're allowed to protest? Don't we have the very same constitutional right here in America? And then this police officer goes on and says, uh, well, uh, you know, yes, you do have that right, but since we have a stay-at-home order, Australians aren't even allowed to leave their house house yeah because we have a stay-at-home order uh your rights are suspended all right so here here's yet another interaction this man 
uh, opens the door to three police officers in Australia. And we're playing you all of these things because this is what happens when you have an unarmed society, period, the end. Okay, uh, play this one. Okay, so they are literally going door to door, not only asking, do you intend on any protest? Do you have any knowledge of any people who have had conversations about protest? This is like Gestapo stuff. Hundred percent is is what this is, and 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 it's not just in Australia. So there are now legitimate doctors. Now, this first doctor we're going to play you is in Canada. Uh, and then we're going to play you another one that is of a nurse here in Miami. Okay, COVID is causing a subculture of humans. Like, that's what they're doing across mm -hmm. the world. Okay, Australia, again, is a warning sign to Americans. They, ladies and gentlemen, in Australia, they have quarantine camps. That's not, that's not, this isn't freaking uh, info wars, like conspiracy theory stuff. This is real stuff. Like we have social media now, people literally posting to social media from the quarantine camps. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you imagine if two years ago, somebody would be like, yeah, you know, they're going to build quarantine camps for people yeah. in different countries. Trump's camps. Yeah. I mean, if people would have been like, you are the craziest person in the history of the world. All right. But now even doctors. Okay. Now, again, this first person is in Canada. The next one's in America, but, but, but all of this plays the same role. This is a fear of a worldwide death rate of 0 0.006. Okay, the Spanish flu was 5.26. Okay, so just to put in a reference. This is a doctor, a doctor in Canada. Listen to what she says. Guys, I am just fuming over the fact that our healthcare system has collapsed. I truly hope that in Alberta, if someone comes into the ICU and they are unvaccinated for any reason other than a medical exemption because of, of whatever 
reasons they've been given. Um, and if there's a 90-year-old who comes in who's vaccinated and a 20-year-old that comes in that's unvaccinated for no reason other than their arrogance and ignorance, I truly hope that the bed goes to the 90-year-old. I do not know why in any world that has any justice, we are going to lose people who've done their civil duty, who have actually gotten vaccinated, try to protect people regardless of their age. We would lose them over the people who couldn't give a shit about anyone but themselves. And literally we're laughing at the fact that the, the pro-vaxxers were going so crazy over this. Sure. You know what then? You get sick with anything. I don't even care if it's not COVID related. You don't deserve an ICU bed. We're at that point. <laughs> Man, I am pissed. Oh. Yep. Well done, Alberta. I hope this is reflected in the election. I hope, hope that you don't get an ICU bed for being sick for anything now. So listen to that. It went from, if you get COVID and you're not vaccinated, you shouldn't get treated to now it's, if you're not vaccinated, you should not get treated for anything Mm -hmm. unless you're vaccinated first. All right. uh, We got another one to play and this one happened in Miami. But before we do that, we got to get into another sponsor. All right, my friends at Brickhouse Nutrition have some exciting news to share. Field of Greens is now available in lemon lime. It's unlike any other superfood because it's real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. This is literally like stuffing fresh garden fruits and vegetables in a jar. Packed with antioxidants, it can support heart health, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion, plus it's pre and probiotic. Field of Greens is super simple. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, stir, and you're done. And unlike other nutritional drinks, which rely on only one vegetable, Field of Greens is packed with eight Go to BrickHouseGram.com and get 15% off your first order with the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M at checkout. Available now in regular wildberry and lemon lime. BrickHouseGram.com. That's BrickHouseGram.com. Promo code Graham. All right. So this next video, like we told you, we got a bunch to run through here. This is a a nurse. Now there's a slight glitch in the video. Uh, so we might have to play it more than once. Uh, but, uh, here is a nurse arguing with people. The nurse is in her car and she's arguing with people over vaccination status. Here we go. You don't want to see us in your One more time. All right. You don't want to do a vaccination. Please don't come. Please don't come to the ICU. And that's a nurse. That's a nurse here in America. Um, hating on people. Now, again, this all goes back to the fact of this is what this is what I have to say to conservatives, to Republicans, uh, which there are a lot of Democrats that are not getting the vaccine, too. But they're just a lot more quiet about this stuff. Mm-hmm. OK, um, this woman represents what I believe is true intentions of the left. OK, I've said it for many years And I've said it across the board. The reason you're seeing all of this subhuman culture starting to stand up, right? Uh, It went from uh, uh, if you don't have the vaccine, you just can't go outside. Then it went to if you don't have the vaccine, uh, you got to pay more for your health insurance. Then it now it's going to if you don't have the vaccine, you shouldn't be allowed to travel, uh, you know, get on a plane, go outside the state or leave your home. Then it went to you shouldn't be allowed to get treated in a hospital if you get covid. Now it's going to you shouldn't be allowed to get treated for any medical condition of any kind. Uh, so on and so on and so on. 
I have said it from the beginning. It is because if you are a Republican or you are conservative or you simply just question the narrative, they hate you and they do not care if you live or die. And this woman says it perfectly. I apologize for these next two episodes or these next two uh, video clips. There is language. Uh, we're going to try to beep them out in post, but in case we miss one, uh, hide your kids. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> we really need to stop pushing these Trump thumping anti-vaxxer Republican f sticks into getting this vaccine. I mean, come on. I mean, just think about it. Right. What a wonderful world it would be without them. <laughs> Creepy, right? <laughs> First of all, she looks like Donald Trump's gay niece. <laughs> so <it's> a, <laughs> she's orange. Uh, in case you're you're only listening, I'm telling you, if you're not watching us on Rumble.com, you're missing out, man. You are missing out. Uh, and all of this goes to the overall principle of everything. You know, I was having deep conversations with people over the weekend. And again, everybody asked me all the time, what's the point? What's the point of all this stuff? Uh, you know, why would they do this? What's the overall goal? Well, the overall goal is evil. Okay, I said it last episode. I'll say it again. If you try to look at everything the left is doing and all these other countries are doing that are tyrannical in nature, if you try to look through it as a lens through a lens that, you know, they want what's best for the people, nothing they do makes sense. If you look at it through a lens of they want to control everything, then everything they do not only makes sense, it's absolutely genius. Um, the last video of the day has, is just, it, it was, it was too good not to bring to your attention. So I figured I would end it on a lighter laughable note. Now this is very explicit and we're going to do our best. Uh, this is a TikTok, uh, and he's responding to, yeah, I admit that before I got fat, I had no idea that fitting in chairs was such a privilege. It shouldn't have to be. That's right. So this guy is trying to make a case that chairs are fat phobic. I'm not making this up. This is this is a real person. He's in a car, so I'm assuming he has a driver's license. He is literally driving around as we speak. Um, chairs are fat phobic. Here we go. Yes, chairs. Let's talk about chairs. Uh, full pun intended, chairs are the biggest f***ing issue in the fat community. The biggest. Um, the amount of public spaces like doctor's offices, malls, what the f*** ever, places that have seating, restaurants, etc., never, ever have accessible seating. Some places just have stools or some places just have armed, small, dinky looking chairs. As a fat person, if you have never, ever done the following things, if you have never looked at a picture of a restaurant on Google Maps to try and figure out if the seating would be accessible to your size, if you've never broken a chair in a public oh. space, especially, um, if you've never had to second guess whether or not it was okay to sit down in the chairs provided to you, if you've never had a fucking panic attack at school because you couldn't fit into the goddamn chair desk situation, God. then you don't deal with fat phobia at the same level that the rest of us do. 
And this is just one example. There are a plethora of other examples I could give you. But this one is really, really important. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. Look, hey, unless you have a medical problem, and I've been very blunt about this, unless you've got a medical problem as to why you cannot lose weight, the biggest issue facing the fat community, as this guy said, is not the size of chairs. It's the fact that you won't stop eating and you won't like put the burger down and go run on a treadmill and like try to attempt to form to a normal, healthy sized person. Oh, can you imagine him getting mad at the chair and just like kicking a chair? And also (laughs) chairs full. Also, who has a panic attack over if they can fit inside of a chair or not? Right. These are you wonder why. we're in the place that we're in these are the people that vote like that's that that's an even scarier thing this guy is fat okay he even says it himself i'm not being mean he identifies himself as a fat person okay so i should be allowed to say this all right fatty um why should we have to change literally everything rebuild all the airplanes rebuild all the buses rebuild all the cars i see you squeezed into your little ford taurus you were in um why should we have to do this why should they make excessively large desk to support your 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 obesity gluttony issue and all this other stuff like like why these people vote these are the people that say by god you need to be healthy and take the vaccine thousand dollars he's been vaccinated oh yeah thousand dollars we need to be healthy and get the vaccine i I think businesses that don't cater to gigantic chairs should have to put like not fat friendly on the front of their store well you know the only the only thing that i would say is maybe restaurants all right cool yeah hey we got a special fatty section booths are for for all you people and that we have a special menu and it's the all you can eat menu garden over here yeah garden selection you have as much lettuce as you want (laughs) on this other side i'm telling you that same person i promise you that he's pro all these vaccine mandates Mm -hmm. all these lockdown mandates he will be the first one to claim discrimination when where they could really help with, you know, uh, COVID-19's deaths yeah. is make it to where you can only get the small combo at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. There is no large or anything like that. And if you order more than one combo, there has to be more than one person in the car yeah. to identify that that other combo goes to that other person. That's right. Uh, and this dude would lose his freaking mind. Um that's it. <laughs> That's the end of the show. Uh, I just bring you the realities of situations, people. I have no answers for people that think and believe this way. Uh, but these are real folks. This is real stuff that's going on. And you better start paying attention. You better start paying attention quick. Um <laughs> Go check out goodrangers.com slash Graham, our title sponsor. Make sure to check us out at 912united.com. That helps fund this show as well. Thank you guys so much for all the support. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to tell a friend and give us five stars and leave a review. It helps us in the rankings. That's all we have for this episode, and we'll see you again next time. Yeah.